What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. So, today, I wanted to talk to you guys about an awesome show and an awesome concept and how it relates to CERN and some other issues that we're dealing with in the real world. So... One of the shows that I wanted to talk to you about, the main show, is a show from the 90s called Sliders. Now, Sliders is one of my all-time favorite shows. It's got Jerry O'Connell in it. It's got John Rhys-Davis. It's got a couple other great actors, and, and, and the list goes on and on. But the main point is, is that it's a sci-fi show. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. But the point is, is that... Jerry O'Connell's character is young. He's in college. He devises a way to make an Einstein-Rosen bridge. Basically a bridge that can create a wormhole that can allow you to travel from one point in time, one point space-time, I should say, to another. However, what he develops is a portal that trans that allows him to be transported to another dimension here on Earth only. They're not traveling to other planets, they're not traveling to other planets at all, or other galaxies, or anything like that, it allows them to come to a different dimension on Earth. So, for example, in one of the episodes, uh, the Russians uh, have taken over America. <laughs> uh, in another episode, there's, um, oh, they get to a world that's completely covered in ice. It's like it hit the next ice age. And in one, I think it's the second or third episode, I was watching the first five of them last night, they come across a virus that's very similar to COVID. And they have to initiate quarantine zones and they have to, they basically have to, you know, keep people away from other people and they prepackage foods that are uh, healthy, healthy options. And the CHC, the California Health Commission, comes in and takes care of anybody that's sick and uh, they, they take them away basically and they put them into like these concentration camps so it's really interesting because that particular episode just reminded me so much of COVID especially at the beginning where we had lockdowns um, and in the episode at the very beginning they go into a restaurant and they're like okay we're starving you know like apparently 
traveling through wormholes makes you very hungry. So they go to this restaurant and all they get is like prepackaged hamburgers and they taste awful. And, um, people are coming down with the queue. Huh? Interesting how closely that sounds to COVID coming down with the queue. And what's the very first symptom? Coughing. If you cough too much, you're coming down with the queue and you're going to die. So that's really fascinating and they don't have a cure for it. So in the show, the, the our team, our, our, our guys, our four characters, main characters, come up with a pretty simple solution to, to defeat uh, the virus that they haven't come up, come up with yet. Um, something that's very common on our planet, but they haven't figured it out on their planet yet. And I just thought, wow, isn't that interesting? We came up with a super simple solution. Basically, you know, not to ruin it, but I'm going to ruin it for the sake of the podcast. Basically, they come up with antibiotics, okay, to kill this virus, which seems kind of strange because antibiotics don't kill viruses, but apparently it can heal this this virus. Um, so they make rudimentary antibiotics out of mold. Bada bing, bada boom, people start getting better. So they decide that, hey, they did they did a good job in this particular mission. Can they continue to do other good deeds in other worlds or bring back something to our world that can help us develop? And it made me think, huh, we're working so hard with CERN to break what, an atom, break a, break a molecule, whatever the case is. Uh, and then in doing so, people are saying that we're creating other portals to other dimensions. Wouldn't it be fascinating if... In doing so, we are creating portals to different dimensions. And the reason that they're doing that is to gain solutions to problems that we're facing in this world. And that's why we come across the Mandela effect, which is showing up in our world with, you know, different spellings and different things that we remember that are no longer there. Fascinating, right? Especially with Mandela. I swear to God, the guy... He, he, I just remember being a kid and reading about him being in prison and then like he died in like 1990 or something like that. And then, you know, of course, right. He went on to, in this reality, went on to become president again. So, uh, <laughs> the possibility is there anyway. It, it made me think of a, a multitude of different interesting theories. One, obviously it would be cool to be this young guy who's, you know, going to school for advanced physics and, you know, and all this jazz to create a Einstein-Rosen bridge, basically in his mom's basement, which is pretty cool. And then he invites along uh, his professor to come see it because his professor is like his idol. Okay, and that's John Reese davis and he comes down and checks it out. He's like, oh my God, you did it. And, um, <laughs> the main character Quinn actually runs into a another version of himself as well uh, as he's uh, getting ready to do a jump or a slide if you will and this other him solves one of the basic or the last uh, equations to sliding so that he can slide with a little bit more accuracy really fascinating um but yes, it made me think that 
could we or are we already using some sort of technology to allow us to jump into other galaxies, other dimensions, not galaxies, but dimensions, I apologize, uh, to obtain this information so that we can use it for ourselves. I think we are. I think we totally are. I think that maybe there's a dimension out there where the Russians did win, uh, you know, maybe a World War II scenario or Germany won a World War II scenario and we had to figure out a way to defeat them using time technology or multi-dimensional technology. You don't even have to have time technology, right? You can still jump in this current time to another dimension that's defeated someone, right? In the past. So for example, right? Like let's say we jump now, 2023, and we want to find out how to defeat whoever created the 2001 uh, Trade Center. Uh, airplane crashes, right? The Twin Towers, 9-11. Well, we can do that. We could jump to another 2023, figure that out, and maybe, maybe figure out a way to stop it, you know, or stop future attacks, or capture whoever really did it, right? We may say Bin Laden really did it, but maybe there's somebody else that really did it, you know? Or maybe... The uh, Orion cube, right? The, the 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 yellow cube that we have, the yellow book, whatever you want to call it, that can tell us our future with ninety nine percent accuracy. Maybe there's a way that we can figure out how to get around that ninety nine percent to get to the one percent if we can travel dimensions. So I found that pretty fascinating, um, you know, just to think about. Now, let me pull up my notes here on this uh, particular story, and uh, I want to make sure I cover everything. So, what's interesting is, if we look into this particular tech, and, and this particular um, idea, jumping dimensions, okay? Just jumping dimensions, not jumping planets. Just jump, jump in dimensions. What if you could jump a dimension that's already had full disclosure, full contact with aliens, aliens walking around among us, and engaging with humans, engaging in commerce, engaging in, you know, travel, off-world travel, uh, where we've already uh, have vehicles that are taking us here and there and all around the square, wouldn't it be interesting to go to one of those planets, see how they did disclosure, see how it worked out, see see what kind of situations that they had to get around before having peace and having tranquility amongst the people, right? And that's the big concern for our government is this: there's no motivation for them to give any information out. But what if they figured out a way to make it work? A way that was beneficial for the government and for and for the people. Maybe they would release some information. So there's all kinds of possibilities here. What if our government knows that there's some sort of disaster that's coming? Wouldn't it be interesting to jump to another dimension where they've already figured out how to solve that problem? They've already encountered it in another dimension for whatever reason. Because when you jump dimensions, you're not just 
jumping uh, the exact to the exact same technology progression in that society. That society that you jump to in another dimension might be thousands of tens of thousands of years in the past or tens of thousands of years into the future. Because it's a totally separate Earth. Maybe in that dimension, humans evolved faster. Maybe in that dimension, the sun was closer to the Earth. Maybe in that dimension, you know, there's all kinds of things that made us jump faster in evolution. Maybe they figured out a way to, to do DNA manipulation faster. And, and in doing so, they pushed their techn technological advances faster. And therefore... They were able to figure out how to manipulate their world so that they could avoid uh, ecological disaster that we might be be facing, and we could save ourselves. I mean, it's really, really interesting when you when you push all these boundaries and and look at it. I mean, it's it's the stuff of sci-fi shows, sci-fi movies, but in reality, I mean, think about how how much we could we could benefit from it. And, you know, it might sound selfish and, and this and that, you know, oh, look, let's just look out for us. But what if, just like in the show, the sliders, or sliders, not the sliders, uh, just like in the show sliders, we, we happen upon a planet uh, that doesn't have simple antibiotics and we could help solve their problems. Or, you know, simple transistors or capacitors or, you know, gas-powered you know, engines for vehicles or, you know, whatever the case is. And then we happen to, you know, <laughs> come upon a civilization that has um, zero-point energy. And we can bring that back, right? Which I'm sure our government already has, right? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I think everybody kind of feels that way and we know this. But what do you think? How would you use this particular tool? Now, in the show sliders, they have a little controller, and that controller tells them how long they're going to be on each planet, whether it's five hours, one hour, or five days. The controller, apparently, is a little bit misfiring. So what happens if you come across an alien planet, or not an alien planet, another Earth dimension that has the tech that you need, but you're only there for five hours? you gotta, you got to do something to make it, you know, get that information quickly and be able to retrieve it and bring it back and write it down and have it so that you can use it so it's util usable information not just that you know it but that you have it and that you know you can you can communicate it to someone else that's the important thing so this idea of sliding into another dimension really takes on a more important role maybe even more important than time travel because time travel, we're only allowed to go back and forth in between time. And yes, could we, could we drop some information to, you know, Eisenhower or JFK? We could, but then we're also screwing up our own past, which means that we're screwing up our own future. And we might not even end up being here. So if we can go to another dimension that's not going to have any effect on this particular planet... We can grab that info, we can analyze it, take it, and utilize it for our planet in the best way we know how. You know, especially when it comes to like uh, ecological cleaning, uh, especially with what we have going on with the train derailments, 
you know, VP oil spill back in the 90s. Uh, you know, all this stuff that we could fix if we had the technology and if we could use it. So I think the government does have this tech. I think it's possible. I think a lot of times what Hollywood has to do is they have to tell us what they're using, tell us what they have going on. <laughs> it's just so that we can we can be part of it. They have to, they have to show us it. And uh, I think they're doing it. And they're giving us the information ahead of time, just like The Simpsons and all these other uh, shows that are very uh, predictive. These shows are very predictive. They put us into all these different situations. And let's face it, one of them is bound to pan out. <laughs> Not all the situations probably pan out, but there's so many damn Simpsons episodes. Uh, some, some of those scenarios are bound to pan out just because they're, they're comedic. Uh, and maybe they happen 20 years down the line, right? Simpsons has been around for like 32 years. So anyway, if you had a sliding device, just to wrap this up, if you had a sliding device, what would you do with it? Would you use it for personal good? Would you use it to try to save humanity here on this planet? Would you try to save humanity on other planets? And if you found one that was just straight up paradise... Would you try to stay there if you could? Or would you try to come back and create paradise here on Earth? A lot of questions come up when you have this kind of technology. But it's fascinating to think about. It's fascinating to think what you would do and how it would affect you and your family and your loved ones and humanity here on Earth. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'm really enjoying the show going through sliders. Again, I know I haven't seen all of them. But um, I'm going to go back and, and watch. It's on Peacock, if you guys have Peacock. Um, it's on your cable provider, usually. And uh, all the episodes are on there. So, hey, why not, right? Check one out, see if you like it. But I will let you go. I know the weekend's come to a close already. I can't believe it. So I hope you guys are staying healthy, staying positive, taking care of your spiritual health, your physical health, your emotional health following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Till next time, guys, take care, and Lockdown Universe out.